Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. In each episode of this podcast, you will get the tips, skills, and resources you need to ignite the leader inside you. Now, here are your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. David? The next shift we'll be talking about is uh, the shift from fighting change to guiding change. You know, change is something that happens within every organization, and we all have to deal with it one way or the other. The most successful organizations are the ones that can take a change and make a positive result from that change. The least successful organizations are the ones that don't respond to the change or um, take a path that is the wrong path for them with that change. So what we have to do uh, within our organizations and also personally is when a change comes along, even though it's it's, uh, not something that we would have wished that would have happened, it's not something that uh, maybe it was in our plans, but a change comes along, how do we respond to that change to make it a positive change for everyone in our organization, at least as best that we can. And so the two areas in this is the uh, the change within our organization, as well as making changes uh, personally. And so we're going to sort of divide this one up that way. Uh, if you would take the first one on the change within organizations, give me some examples of what's happened there of people who have taken the change and made it a positive change and taken the change that, that uh, and not changed with it to where they, they did make it after that you know Dave what we see is and and you and I we used to to really coach and develop organizations on how to manage change right there was all of this content on how to manage change and anymore if we're managing change we are so far behind the power curve what we've got to be able to do is really begin to lead change to guide the change at every level of the organization so organizations and in the the corporate landscape is littered with organizations that had cutting edge technology like Kodak that had digital photography before anybody else. You had Compact Computer that had number one laptop manufacturer in the world, had 30,000 employees in the city of Houston that no longer exist today. And uh, generationally, nobody would ever know what uh, Compact was. There is littered landscape of organizations that did not lead the change. So how do you do that? Now it's all about really thinking disruptively. It's about looking at your path as an organization. And if you're not thinking disruptively, not acting disruptively, there's a big difference between acting disruptively and thinking disruptively. If our organizations are not disrupting our current path, then you know what? Our competitors, or it's going to open up the doors for others. Just ask ask the taxi cab industry. They were disrupted by an app. Is your organization set up for that kind of disruption? So what we want you to do and what what the book has really outlined is see possibilities in everything. Every employee at every part of the organization should be able to see a possibility for change. If it's a, a broken relationship where we haven't been you know, working well with another department, that's a possibility for change. An opportunity to upgrade our product. You know, Glide Dental Floss, which is some of the best dental floss out there came from an idea from somebody in accounting at W.O. Gore, not somebody in product development. So see possibilities in everything. Think disruptively about your business and about the future of the business and where it might be going. Disrupt everything. Challenge it by asking, what else is possible? What else should we be looking at? And then from there, act with urgency. Too many times we create these options and then we just wait. We sit on it. We, we are afraid to act. 
anymore in today's business and organizations, we've got to act with urgency and make mistakes along the way, but learn from those mistakes and move forward rapidly. But the most important thing about really guiding change and leading change is you don't ever stop that process. If we ever become complacent, then we are set up for disruption by either outside forces, somebody in our industry. So see possibilities in everything, act disruptively, create options, act with urgency. And then the most important thing you can do is don't stop that process of mm-hmm. guiding and leading change versus managing change. That's really what we've seen as the biggest opportunities mm-hmm. on the organizational side. Yeah. That thinking disruptive, disruptively uh, and not acting disruptively, I think is, is one of the most important points here. You, you know, you gave the example of taxi cabs and replaced by an app and Air, uh, Airbnb now is one of the largest, um, uh, what segment would they Accommodations be? companies. Yes. Uh, in, in, the, in the world, they didn't even exist not too long ago, and they do not own anything. Uh, so there are ways that you can look at things disruptively without acting disruptively up front, but uh, looking at things disruptively to see what are the possibilities. And that's what you're sort of driving home there um, as you went through those those organizations. Absolutely. The largest transportation company in the world owns no cars and has very few full-time employees. The largest accommodations company in the world owns no buildings or any real estate. That's crazy. And will absolutely change how you and I will be traveling in our kids and our grandkids in the future where they will be saying and their experience and the largest media company in the world owns no content but Facebook has mm-hmm. completely changed and then just look at the retail ask anybody just about where did you get that product mm-hmm. and probably 80 to 90 percent of the response will be I got that from Amazon mm-hmm. well, Amazon owns or builds very little mm-hmm. but now everybody equates the retail segment with Amazon mm-hmm. completely has transformed Formed. And so that's what we've got to be able to yeah. do in every organization. That's yeah, they, out there. they thought disruptively. They they got they they provided a way to buy that was convenient for the customer, more convenient than any other thing, and economical, but more convenience than econ- uh, the economy on that, I believe. Absolutely, and I was, we were rafting down, a, and people would say, where, where did you get that rafter? Where did you get that cooler? And invariably, they said, from mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah. And and I guarantee you, the raft company would rather them say the raft company or the cooler oh, company. Yeah. but. Amazon truly has transformed retail as we know. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. The the other side of um, guiding change has to do with personal development, which is which is one of my um, most passionate areas that I have. In fact, that's the way, that's the reason I started our business the way that it is 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 to guide people in their personal development and encourage them. Uh, just just a couple of things I want to I want to say on that. Number one is that uh, things are going to happen that are not fair. Things are going to happen that you don't deserve. Uh, things are going to happen that you'll never figure out the reason why. Uh, it's called adversity, and you're going to have it. Uh, you're not going to be by yourself in that adversity. Other people have been down that path uh, before you. But the question really is, is how do you handle the adversity that comes? 
we were in a meeting not too long ago with uh, 20 very successful people sitting around a room and we started talking about adversity, not knowing the backgrounds of everyone, but every person in that room had been hit with something major, something that they didn't deserve, something that they, uh, they would never have forecasted happening to them. And yet every person in that room said that that adversity led them to becoming a better person, better employer, uh, better within their organization, uh, whatever their role was. They took the adversity and made something better out of it as opposed to dwelling in it. Um, I learned a long time ago, Ken, uh, someone told me that something can be done. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, something can be done. Every time something something comes your way, there is something that can be done and there's something that you can do. Uh, and as long as you know that there's something that you can do, then it gives you the freedom to start thinking about, well, what it is. And thinking disruptively, like you talked about in organizations, uh, think outside the normal realms of of what your experience has been and what can what can I do to work my way through this? Uh, and one of the things that um, that I tell everybody that I work with is that if you really want to separate yourself from other people within an organization or, or your organization from other uh, organizations, it's to provide more information so you can make better decisions. And one of the ways to do that is to read more. Um, a lot of people like to say, well, I'd rather not read. I'd rather do a, um, a book on tape or whatever. And there are a lot of different um, ways that you can learn the TEDx talks are nice ways to learn, but there's no substitute really for reading because you're using all of your senses as you do it. And if you were to read one book a month, a half a chapter a day, 10 minutes a day, if you were to have the discipline to do that, you'd read 12 books this year. And five years from now, when the job comes open that you're striving for, and you've read 60 books on that particular subject, and you fed yourself with other methods of listening and working and learning, um, you are going to be more prepared for that job than anybody else that walks in that room. Uh, one of the things that we said in Monday Morning Leadership that applies to this just as well is that the more you learn, the more you're going to earn. And the reason you're going to earn more is because you have more knowledge to give them. And the more knowledge that you take in, the more that you'll have to give away. And then the third thing that I want to say regarding guiding your personal development is to be positive. You know, uh, the world is full of discouragers. They're full of people that will try to strike down anything that you have. And, and in today's environment, they can do that anonymously. You don't even know who's saying it. You don't know why they're saying it. Uh, but it's our role as leaders and wherever we are in the organization to be positive. It's our role to be the encourager. It's our role to go beyond the norm and try to help people to work their way through issues. It's our role to provide them a, an example that they can follow. 
So I, I think that as we work our way through this uh, fighting change and guiding change, guiding our change in our organization, as, as you said, but also guiding our change within ourselves. That's where it all starts. And this was the last chapter in the book other than the epilogue. And the reason it was the last chapter in the book is because it sort of ties everything together. Um, uh, as we started off way back in the beginning, of the book of uh, the first chapter of, um, you know, from fiction to truth. Well, it, it comes all the way through to here, leading where we are now, leading ourselves to become better, enabled autonomy, uh, using that autonomy to become the very best at, at what we do. Drifting to purpose is having a defined purpose so that we can be the very best. Customer duty to customer passion, customers internal and external is all dependent up, upon us to be the very best. And then fighting change to guiding change, it depends on us to be the very best. So I hope that all of these segments that we've been through and this this particular one um, is, is especially important to me because I think it's the most important for all of us personally is to, to develop ourselves. Uh, I hope this has had an impact on all of our listeners and the people that uh, have, have been with us through all of these. And I know you've had a very positive impact on my life and on my career. You've always been that encourager. Um, you've always been the one that has said, you know, you need to push out of comfort zones. I remember you gave me a performance review that was um, much less than I thought. I thought I was one of the top salespeople at FedEx at the time. And you said, I'm not rating you on your technical talents. I'm rating you on your leadership capabilities and your potential. And you have so much more potential in that area. So you had a profound impact on my life just through this pushing me out of comfort zones. I was fighting the change and you were helping guide the change. And so I think you also set the foundation 15 years ago with, you know, one of the, the greatest books that I hear from people on an ongoing basis in Monday Morning Leadership of just setting a very simple foundation that anybody and everybody can adhere to. And I think leadership is that next generation of that. It's taking those very core concepts, not changing them, but really taking it to the next generation, to the next level of impact impact as organizations evolve, as leadership evolves, and as individuals evolve, I think leadership is the way that really starts to, to help people make those shifts along the way. So it has been an honor to, uh, to work with you on this book, and I truly believe it will be a legacy that will pass on to many others uh, into the future. So Likewise. Thank I you. appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to the Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure and visit cornerstonelearning.com and cornerstoneleadership.com where you can pick up your copy of Leadership, making leadership everyone's business. Don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter and LinkedIn. There we post blogs and link to other resources that will guide you in becoming a leader right where you are. Thanks for listening.